Welcome to Tea Time with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm a former bikini fitness model turned self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hey friends, before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast episode is sponsored by my favorite books. Not literally, but I did create a book list for you with all of my favorite books for self-love and body image and self-confidence and just overall self-healing and growth. I am a huge personal growth person. And to be honest with you, a lot of the things that I talk about come from the books that I've read. I'm a big reader and I always tell my little sister, readers are leaders. And I love audiobooks. I love book books. I love Kindle. I love all the forms of books. Just give me all the goods. So I decided to create a book list for you with my top 25 favorite books. And I actually add to this list. So there's probably going to be more than 25 books on it. But I have narrowed it down to top 25 books that you need to read to start the self-love journey. I'm not saying you have to read all the books right now, but you should have this list handy dandy for when you're getting a book on Amazon or shopping in your Audible or whatever. So I've created this book list and you can get it at maryscupoftea.com slash books. And I will also put it in the show notes. And let me know how you like these recommendations by screenshotting what you're reading and tagging me in your Instagram stories. I always love seeing you use my recommendations. It just makes my whole day because we're like a little community. So anyways, maryscupoftea.com slash books. Go get it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mary's Cup of Tea, the podcast. So guess what? We just surpassed over 100,000 downloads on this podcast. I just wanted to thank you so, so much for supporting the show from day one. If you're listening to this right now, then you're like an early supporter. And I'm extra grateful for you because it means that You've been here since like the beginning of it all before I even believed that I could do a podcast. And some of you may know that I actually started this as a little self-experiment to see if I could overcome some of my fears and my limiting beliefs because I kept telling myself I wanted to do a podcast for like years and I kept telling myself like who would listen to me and podcasts are so much work and I don't know if I'm qualified enough to talk about stuff and just all the things that go on in our heads that try to stop us from pursuing our dreams, that was going on with me in terms of the podcast. And now today's episode is kind of um, inspired by this phase of growth that we're in, because as we surpassed 100,000 downloads, I am comparing us (laughs) to people who just surpassed a million downloads and 10 million downloads and who are having brand sponsors on their podcast and who have such cool guests. And I'm looking at everybody else's podcast and I'm like, oh my God, they're so good. It's so good. And mine is never going to be like that. And I'm struggling and I'm just sitting here in my room recording and it's not glamorous. That's the funny part about podcasts is that It might sound good on the other side to you after like all the editing and the producing and the music goes on. Um, But right now I am literally sitting in my pajamas and I was actually on a walk and I was sweating. So I quickly took a shower and didn't even wash my hair because I couldn't wait to record this episode for you because I didn't want the ideas to go away. So right now I'm sitting with like my hair tied up in this, I have this like little towel wrap that 
basically keeps my hair out of my face when I wash my face. But because I have like side bangs, I end up wearing it all the time, (laughs) just walking around the house. So I look like a little babushka right now. Um, And with all that being said, like this topic of how to stop comparing yourself to other people is hitting really close to home for me, especially now, Um, because there's so many things I want to do. And it just, you know, it's hard when you're looking at other people. So I wanted to record this partially for you, but also partially for me so I can talk myself through my own thoughts. Um, And the first thing that I want to say is that comparing yourself to other people is natural and normal, and it's a part of evolution. What do I mean by that? Well, the reason why we compare ourselves to other people is because we need to stay in the tribe, right? Like I'm talking cavemen days or homo sapiens, I mean, we're still homo sapiens, but I'm talking like early homo sapiens. I don't know the anthropological term, but stick with me. Basically, in early, early times, as we were forming into societies, we had to look to other people because other people told us how to conform to the group, right? Other people showed us like what we need to look like, you know, um, marriage and structures like government and corporations, like all of those are made up by society. And the only reason that homo sapiens have taken over the world as they have is because we are really good at group cooperation. And the reason why we're good at group cooperation is because we are constantly looking at other people and we're molding and conforming. So on one hand, it actually like got us as a, as a human race. I don't know if that's a a proper term, but as humans, it got us to where we are right now which is great. And by the way, if you're really interested in anthropology, I highly recommend Yuval Noah Harari's work. It's probably the reason why it's on the forefront of my mind is because I was just reading his books last night. Um, The book Sapiens is a must read for every sapien that includes you. And the book I'm reading of his right now is called 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. And it's very timely and very relevant and talks about pandemics and AI and technology and like where the future of the human race is headed. Again, I don't know why I keep saying the human race, but anyways, humans. So with all of that being said, the reason why we compare ourselves to other people is because it's a part of evolution. (laughs) It's kind of how we've survived. So I think just knowing that is like a big weight off our shoulders because literally everybody does it and everyone has to do it to survive. So to say like, oh, you should never compare yourself to other people. I mean, that's like a big old blanket statement that is just not helpful at all because the truth is we are going to compare ourselves to others. It's just a matter of, is that comparison like debilitating? Is it harming you? Is it keeping you stuck? And is it, you know, just another excuse for you to beat yourself up? That's the question at hand. It's not whether or not you compare yourself to other people. It's like, how are you comparing yourself to other people? Is it actually productive or is it debilitating? So with all that being said, comparing yourself to other people and trying to or trying to get inspiration from other people, that's a form of comparison, but that's a form of positive comparison, right? Like I look to so many people, especially in the space and the business and the influencing space and the body love and acceptance and self-love space and life coaches. Like I look up to so many people and I often think like, okay, they're kind of where I want to be. What steps did they take to get there? Okay, well, they're doing this with their podcast. Okay, that's a good tip. Let me just employ that. Or um, this girl is like recording her videos in this style. So maybe I'm going to send that over to my videographer and see what we can create. So 
that is all a part of healthy, normal, good comparison. Whereas looking at somebody else's body and being like, oh my God, her body's so great and my body sucks and I'll never get that way and blah, 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 blah. That is no bueno. (laughs) That is harmful to you and that is harmful to your mental health and it's not productive. So my point is, is that first of all, like if you're productively comparing yourself, then you're fine. Like it's good. And sometimes it takes just like a little shift into going from harmful comparison to productive comparison. And the question that I like to ask myself in order to make that shift is, okay, what can I learn from this person? What can I learn? So for example, the person I was comparing myself to who just hit a million podcast downloads, I'm like, okay, what can I learn? I'm like, well, first of all, she's been podcasting longer than me. Of course, she's going to have more downloads because she just has more time on me. Um, second of all, maybe there's a way that she's, I don't know, engaging the community that's a little different than me. So let me go listen and see what she's doing. Or maybe there's something she's doing on her Instagram that is making, you know, a lot of people really connect with her. And those are all positive things. And that is all productive. So what can you learn? When it comes to body, it's a little bit of a different story. Because if you're comparing your body to somebody else's body, yes, there are things you can learn. But chances are that when you're comparing your body to somebody else's body, you're not actually comparing your body to somebody else's body. And the reason why is because you are comparing what you think their body is associated with. Let me say that again. You're comparing what you think their body is associated with. So for example, you're thinking that a thin body is more desirable, more attractive, and that the reason why they're so they look so happy and confident and successful is because of their body. And these are all these all come from our own beliefs, right? And we work on this podcast to completely undo those and realize that all bodies come in different shapes and sizes. And even if we all ate the same and exercise the same, we're still gonna all look different. And that's the beauty of diversity and it's great. And it's okay for our bodies to look different. So These are all the things that we work through, the side work that you're doing, or not the side work, the main work that you're doing. And then a branch of that is the comparison factor. So I want you to always like question and ask yourself, am I really jealous of her body or am I jealous of what I think her body represents, right? Like that it's this perfect image and she has no problems. And of course, it's so easy to be her because look at her body and everybody likes her probably because she looks good, right? (laughs) Those are kind of the thoughts that go on. If we just take like bodies with no attachment to them, we're not going to find those thoughts, but it's because that we are so attached to what thin bodies represent. That's why we kind of make all these assumptions about other people. So this brings me to assumptions. When we compare ourselves to others, there are so many things we assume. We assume that they have it easy and we have it hard. We assume that because they look a certain way, that people treat them a certain way. We assume that everything, I think the biggest one that pops into my head that I already said is that everything just comes easy, right? And that there's, they have no problems. In reality, everybody has problems (laughs) and it's just a matter of picking your problems. So, like, I don't know. I think I'm recently experiencing this because I guess on social media, I have, 
I feel like I have achieved like everything that I worked really hard towards. And I'm really, really proud of that. And then on the flip side, it came with its own set of problems that I never even thought about. And that a part of me feels like, is this really what I signed up for? Um, And I guess I'm referring to things like hate comments and not even hate comments, but just like being a highly empathetic person in the social media space where everybody's constantly yelling at you and just so many things that have been draining my energy. And I know I get messages from girls that are like, I compare myself to you. Oh my God. And how do you have so many followers? And you look like this and you look like that. And that breaks my heart because if only they knew what was behind the scenes, right? Like if only they knew the work that it took, if only they knew like my journey and what I've been through, if only they knew my my emotional roller coaster that I go on every other Sunday and almost delete my social media because I get so frustrated with it. You know, like things are just not as glamorous on the inside as they seem on the outside. And that's just a fact. And you have to remind yourself of that, that like everybody has their own set of problems. And now I'm not talking about oppression because oppression is obviously like a very deep rooted set of problems that nobody deserves and people certain minority groups are born into and that sucks and we all need to fight for those people but I'm talking about like in general the things that we kind of admire um in others especially on social media when we're comparing ourselves that is usually like there's a lot more to the story another quote that I found that is really helpful is that when you're comparing yourself to people on social media, especially, or just, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, what you're doing is you're comparing like your one life to thousands of other people's lives. And thousands of other people have thousands of accomplishments. And you are only one human. (laughs) And you only have like a limited set of accomplishments. But you're comparing yourself to like the masses, you know, and you're kind of treating like there's you And then there's everyone else and you're treating everyone else as if they're one person doing all these things. You know, if we like really break it down, like person to person, everybody's on their own journey and there's nobody out there that is like at this insane level that we feel like they are. The only reason we feel like we are is because it's just a cognitive bias that happens when we're consuming thousands of people's lives, like literally per second, just scrolling, right? It's just so much going on. Um, And we really don't give ourselves credit that we are one person. And when you're scrolling through social media, you're looking at thousands of other people. So why would you compare your one person to thousands of other people's like accomplishments, right? Like it's a little silly, but I think that we just get so caught up in it. I know when I scroll, I'm like, oh my God, she wrote a book and she's getting married and she's having a baby and she is traveling the world and she is on a talk show and she, and it just feels like everybody's doing all these things that I'm not doing. When in reality, like, yeah, one person is probably doing a couple different things. And another person is doing a couple different things. And all of that compiled equates thousands of different things. And you're comparing to your like one or two things that you're doing behind the scenes, you know, so like, keep that in mind, especially as you're scrolling. Another thing that I want to talk about is when you're comparing yourself to like a close friend or family member, or somebody that you actually know in real life. I feel like that hits a different chord because kind of the things that I said a lot uh, in the first 10 minutes of this podcast, like they're just a little bit different because you personally know that person. 
So you know a little bit of their behind the scenes. You know that maybe they work their ass off or you know it hasn't always been easy for them or you know about their lows as well as their highs, right? Where social media, you generally only know people's highs, right? So say you know somebody in person. The reason why it hurts so bad is because we think that if we came from the same place, then we should be able to like achieve the same results. Basically like, you know, you look at people from your high school or your old best friend or, or whoever, somebody who you're currently close with. And you're like, oh my God, she lives next to me. Her lifestyle is similar. You know, we have different or we have similar backgrounds. So why is she quote so much farther ahead? Right. That's kind of the thought that goes on. And the thing is, everybody has a different journey. Everybody. There are people who get married at 50, 70 years old. And there are people who get married at 20 years old. And neither is good or bad, right or wrong. It's just everyone has a different journey. There are people who have kids early and there are people who experience a lot of really tough stuff in terms of miscarriage and infertility. And there are people who have kids later and they're older parents and younger parents. And there are people who achieve their career dreams at 25 and then realize that they hate everything that they worked hard for and they start completely over. And then people who go bankrupt at 40. And it's just like, I don't know if you've seen this quote on the internet, but it's like normalize different timelines and that time doesn't exist. And that everybody's on their own path and you are exactly where you need to be. I always tell myself, like, I thought by 22, I would be doing so much more than I am now. And this is, you know, when I was 18, I had all these like crazy goals about 22. I don't know why. It's probably because of Taylor Swift, like, and I'm feeling 22. And I'm like, in order for me to feel 22, here's a list of things that I have to achieve. And by constantly being in this like achievement trap, I call it because the achievement trap is very similar to a diet cycle. We kind of think that achieving this one thing is going to make us happy. Same with dieting. We think that if we achieve the perfect body, then we're going to be happy. And then we achieve it. And then in between, there's a lot of self-sabotage that also goes on. And then you're like, wait, that's it. Okay. I need more achievements. And so you go for more achievements or more weight loss. And then you kind of fall back a little bit because you burn yourself out and you're so tired and forgot to rest and take care of yourself. And your body is fighting against you. That's kind of like the the binge eating phase where your body is like really exhausted. And in the same way, this achievement trap, it just keeps going nonstop unless we consciously put an end to it and be like, listen, no amount of achievements, no matter, no amount of weight loss, no amount of compliments or recognition for, I don't know dieting is going to make me feel good. The only thing that's going to make me feel good is if I work on feeling good from the inside out. Whereas achievement is chasing validation and approval and success and and just that feeling of worthiness from the outside in. So we have to realize that so many people that, and I'm not discrediting anybody's hard work and everybody achieves amazing things in their lifetime, but We have to realize that things aren't what they seem, you know, like even at the very top, like it comes with its own set of problems. I mean, I'm recently have been thinking a lot about like billionaires and like how I feel about the fact that (laughs) there's all these billionaires in the world um, who kind of exploit lower class workers and lower income societies in order for their own gain and all this stuff. Right. But 
And this is all just stuff that's recently coming out. Whereas even if you talked to me a year ago, I would look at Jeff Bezos and I'd be like, oh my God, he's achieved so much and Amazon grew so fast and that's amazing, such big accomplishments, blah, blah, blah. And then meanwhile, the stuff that's coming out is like, okay, like his marriage is falling apart and look how many people are criticizing him and are totally not happy. And it must be really tough to run this company that grew so fast um, and that just, you know, has just this big impact, both positive and negative in the world, right? So it's just like, we don't see the full picture and there's just so much behind the scenes. Like there's so much dirt and there's so much, and I, again, I don't want to like shit on anybody, but there is so much behind the scenes that you don't know about. And when you compare yourself to other people, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're comparing your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. And that's just unfair to you. Stop doing that to yourself. Social media, I think, is a little bit toxic in that way. Um, And it's definitely like a big boundary game to constantly like remind yourself of that because it's just so easy to get caught up in it. Um, But what I want to tell you is that when you don't know who you are, you're going to start trying to figure yourself out in relation to other people. I want to say that again. When you don't know who you are, when you're like feeling uncertain and who you are or stuck or you're having negative emotions come up that you don't want to deal with, that's when we kind of resort to social media and trying to figure ourselves out in relation to what other people are doing. And the reason why we do that is because it's just like this instant escape. And it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, oh, I feel bad about myself. Let me go on social media and make it worse. And then you're like, see, I told you I suck. (laughs) And we put ourselves in these positions. And the moment that I think of especially is like, you know, when you're up really late at night scrolling and just feeling negatively about yourself, that's kind of a sign that something is misaligned. Something is just not working. You're unhappy with something. You're feeling stuck. You're feeling unfulfilled. You need a different you need a passion, you need something to kind of keep you grounded. And when we don't have that, that's when we look towards other people. Um, And for me, it's been like a really tough boundary game because so much of my work is on social media. But when I find myself like consuming for too long, and I mean, when I'm going on like hours of just scrolling and switching between apps, um, then I'm like, okay, Mary, like you're doing something, something in your life like isn't fulfilling right now. Um, and you're starting to lose sight of who you are. So you're looking at other people trying to figure out who you are, which is a paradox, right? Why would we look at other people to try to figure out who we are? So if you are feeling stuck in this like comparison trap, um, just like negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions about yourself, I want you to like sit down and write about everything that makes you different, everything that you care about, everything that is just you, like, what is you, right? I compare myself to like fashion bloggers and I write, I sit to write and I'm like, I don't even like fashion. <laughs> I literally don't like shopping. I don't like clothes. Like I appreciate a good outfit. I'll give myself that. But aside from that, like, I don't like sharing links to my outfits on Instagram. And I don't like constantly needing to have this like perfectly put together lounge wear thing when I'm just sitting at home, you know, like I don't, I'm just not interested in that stuff. So why am I comparing myself to fashion bloggers? Okay. Once I know that, that like, Hey, I don't like fashion, but you know what I prefer? Like a good, strong message and digging into people's emotional roots. How about that? (laughs) 
then I'm like, okay, like, screw that. I'm not a fashion blogger and that's fine. And then I kind of like am able to just stay in my lane and move on with my life. Whereas if I'm feeling like uncertain about what I'm doing, then I'm like, oh, should I be a fashion blogger? It looks so easy. <laughs> it looks like it's so, so fun. And they just post on Instagram and get paid and have perfect boyfriends and travel the world. See, it just shows up in everything and in every industry. But sit down and think about like, what's important to you? What makes you different? What makes you you? If you could do anything in the world, if money wasn't a problem or if money didn't exist at all, what would you be doing with your time? Who would you be hanging out with or connecting or helping? And when you sit down and you write all that out and you realize like who you are and what your purpose is, then you kind of become okay with being different or you become okay with your phase of life. Um, because you realize that everything comes with its pros and cons, whether you're really, really successful in the stereotypical sense, or you're just living a simple life. Um, and, you know, whatever, off the grid in a cabin and gardening and stuff, right? Like everything you can kind of fantasize about everything and the grass is always greener on the other side. And we tend to look at other people when we're feeling uncertain in ourselves. So get really grounded in who you are. And remember that you do not see the whole picture, especially on social media. And even if the person is somebody you know in real life, you still don't see the whole picture. You still don't see what's going on in their head or what they're struggling with or just everything, the, the journey itself or what they're going to go through in the future. Like you don't know any of that. So you're doing great. You're exactly where you need to be. You're amazing. You're worthy. And all your dreams will come true as long as you believe in yourself, as cliche as it sounds, and as long as you just stay in your lane, stay grounded, work hard, and, you know, just be you. So sorry for all those cliches at the end, but I had to throw them in there in hopes that might encourage you. Sometimes we need those cliche reminders because they're really, really true. So I love you all so, so much. I will see you in the next podcast episode. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the podcast and what it's going to look like because I'm planning a whole relaunch, rebrand. We're going to have an Instagram page. The Instagram is at Mary's Podcast. If you want to go follow it now, you can be one of our OG followers. Um, and I'm really excited about it because I feel like I never talk about my podcast on social media. Like I'll mention it every once in a while, but I've never actually like told everybody or done a post about my podcast and everything. And I really want to transition into this style because I'm really feeling the weight of Instagram and the pressure it comes with um, and the, you know, the constant uh, pressure to perform and pressure to look a certain way and pressure to post all the time. And, and I don't know, just so much that is kind of building up. Um, and the funny thing is that I never wanted to be an influencer. And I've told my best friend this from day one, that I don't really like the whole influencing thing. Um, and as much as I'm really flattered when you ask me where my outfit is from, like I usually most of my stuff is like old and thrifted and bought on clearance. So I'm really bad at like things like that. And I just get kind of overwhelmed with all the messages that are, you know, I hate saying this because I get it. Like sometimes you really need to know where someone's shirt is from, but like shallow. Um, and that's not really why I started my social media. So 
the podcast is my way of like bringing it back to myself and and my like my authentic self and what I believe in and my message of self-love and women's empowerment and all that stuff. So I'll keep you posted, but thank you so much from support for supporting from day one and for being here for the whole journey. So I will see you next time in the next episode on the podcast. I'll connect with you on social media and I love you. Talk to you soon.